Welcome back to my podcast, guys. I'm back with another episode of the Unashamed Podcast. It's your boy Nahi, and today I'm with a very good friend of mine. Helen. Helen Howen. <laughs> Wonderful. You know, some of you are probably wondering, who's Helen? Where is she from? Well, me and Helen, we met how many years ago? Four years ago? Five yes. years ago? Yes, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a long <laughs> time. Yeah. And we met when I was, I think I was in my master's around that time, um, and I was on evangelism. And I didn't know this woman was saved, so <laughs> I approached her and said, hey, I want to tell you Jesus loves you. No, it, it wasn't that. You approached about. me, yes, to tell Let me happened. tell them. Let me tell them. He forgot. So what had <laughs> happened was I had watched Nahi's YouTube video. It came on my Explorer page on YouTube, and I clicked on I think when I click on it, you know when you watch a YouTube video and you know you have to change, you know it's going to mm. convict you. And I was like, oh, you don't want to do it, do I not? I was, Which video I, was it? It was the one that I think you visited hell. Okay. So I watched it, and bear in mind, I don't know this guy from anywhere. Actually, I watched one of his videos, um, Nella Rose, I yep. think, in a group, yep. briefly. And then the next day, I saw him in town at McDonald's, and I was like, wait, did I not just watch a video of this guy <laughs> online? I was so shocked. And I thought, okay, let me just say, you know, thank you for your testimony, because it's quite bold yeah. to speak your truth mm. and to do what God tells you to do. Not yeah. everybody would do it. So I was like, okay, thank you for your testimony. May God bless you. Yeah. And then he invited me to church, and I thought, okay, let me go to his church, because he's really convicted. Mm. He's evangelizing to people. So I felt you were real, yeah. and I followed you to church didn't I yeah. the next week or the the same week actually yeah, I think it was that same Sunday with my son yeah and yeah it was a really good service and yeah. ever since then we kept in contact yeah it's yeah. been a great blessing Helen's been a great friend and you know the reason we're here together today is to hear her story you know her story is unique it's something that even overlaps with mine and you know today I think will probably be the first day of me actually declaring boldly certain things that no one actually knows when I was speaking to Helen yesterday, before we came on here, we, we, we thought to ourselves that, you know, what we're going through or what we've been through, there's millions out there that have experienced the same thing. 100%. And if we can just be open about these little secrets mm. that no one ever knows or no one has ever known, then many people can be delivered. So, you know, with no further ado, Helen, tell us your story, you know, who you are, how you got saved, what your life was like, and, and basically your life testimony. So, my name is Helen, as I've already mentioned. So, I was born and raised in Amsterdam. I came to the UK when I was about 15 years old. Mm. Um, my parents weren't saved. My, um, the, old, the way I met Christ was through my mother's friend. So, he told my mom one day, oh, do you want your child to come to church with us? Because she's always home on a Sunday. And my mom agreed. I went to church. And the minute I stepped into church, I felt like there is a God. There's a mm. certain light that I saw that it just, it was more of a feeling more than I, don't, more than I, me, me seeing it, if yes. you get what I mean. I don't know how to explain it. It was just, I think it was an experience yeah. of God's light, if yes. you get what I'm saying. So Internally. That, yes. So I saw, I was like, okay, God is real. God made the heaven and the earth. I've stopped believing those little things. Mm. So fast forward, when I turned, I think about, no, nine, um, I got molested by my mother's cousin's husband. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And how it happened was 
we were home, my auntie went work and I was taking care of her child. And the man was um, the uncle. It's, it's so hard to call him yeah. uncle because he is family, if you get what I mean. The uncle was like, oh, Helen, come and sit with me. And I said, mm. you know, as a child, you discern. Yes, you have that discernment that. This is one off. for me, you know, and I always felt a bit strange around this man. He was a bit too quiet, too, mm. he just watches a bit too much. And you just know as a child, you're, you don't feel safe, mm. you know, but my auntie had left me. Of course, my auntie's husband, and he was a twin brother, so they both did it to me, right? Wow. So I'm home, he's like, come here, come over here, um, please get up. I'm like, for what? <laughs> you know, as a child, even as a child, mm. without words, I knew it was wrong. Yeah. And he was like, um... I want to see something. I was like, what do you want to see down there? Mm. Like, there's nothing to see, Somebody's you know? Be crazy. Yeah, and he's like, just do it. But my, me and him are the only one in the house. And yeah. this is an old man. I'm scared for my life. He flicked up my skirt and he's like, let me pull your underwear down. And then he's like, let me just see something. And Ben, I'm scared for my life. He put his finger in it. I screamed my life down and I ran to the bathroom mm. and I, Dummy, I took a knife. You know, a bread knife. Mm. I went to the. I was like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Mm. You took my innocence. If you get what I'm mm. saying. And when I went to the bathroom, I was so scared, and I knew he did something so wrong to me. And I was like, when my auntie comes, I'm gonna tell my auntie. You're gonna get out this house, kind of thing. My auntie came. He saw there was something wrong with me, but he was more like, oh, what's wrong? In front of, of course, her husband's mm. brother. I was like, can you ask me on the side? Like, mm. can you? Like, I can't say this in front I of you. I can't. Me. Let me, you know, tell you. But, and he didn't. And I was crushed. I was like, mm. Auntie, ask me again. I will tell you. Mm. He asked me, Helen, what's wrong? On the table. And I was like, and he looked at me like, if you oh dare. Oh my God. If you dare. Mm. I was like, Ugh. Definition of evil eye. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I was waiting for my auntie to ask because I'm a child. I don't know what words to use to tell my auntie. Mm. Uncle touched me. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying? He didn't ask me again. And he was also an alcoholic. Mm. So, of course, he's not present. You know, alcoholic um, people, they're not present. They're, yeah. they're somewhere else. They're going through depression or griefing over something that you don't know. And I'm, I'm eight, nine years old. So... I got over that eventually. He kept doing it for a while, but he never raped me. So I mm. was, okay, In I'm 31 now. I'm kind of happy he didn't rape me and it mm. was just that mm. because I know that I probably would have killed myself because wow. rape is deep. You, you understand? It's like... Cuts deeper. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? At least you didn't rape me. So mm. let me just take that. But what I noticed is the minute he touched me, older men start looking at me. It was almost like a spirit following me. Wow. You know when... Have you ever experienced something like maybe, I don't know, if you had a homosexual experience or something like that? Mm. You do one girl, all of a sudden, other girls will come and chase you. It's mm. a spiritual thing. You mm. know, this, we're in a world where we're more spirit beings than mm. flesh, come on. if you get what I'm saying. So all of a sudden, I see older men looking at me. I'm like, I'm a child. Why are these men looking at me? And mm. it was since that experience. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know what you've done to my life, but ever since you touched me, Older men are watching me. Mm. There's something wrong with me now mm. since you touched me, right? And I, I just brushed it off and I was like, okay, you know what? Me, I know older men like me. I just accepted it. Yeah. Older men like me. I'm insecure now. Mm. Um, now I'm kind of, you know, like I'm, I'm curious about sex mm. because you touched me. What's all this about? Yeah, like what is it about? And 
as a child, you don't know, but you're getting sensation, mm. you know? And this is what no one talks about. You do like the feeling. Yes. It's just wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, moving forward, um, I met a man um, in Amsterdam and he was a pastor. And that's the first time I'd, I heard about the Holy Spirit. Mm. And we went to the church, it was in a house, and he was just telling everybody their business. And I was always scared of him because I'm like, I bet you're going to see about my life, how mm. I got my... I don't, I don't like that. Mm. Don't, I was very secretive. So mm. I didn't want people to know that, oh, I'm this in the future. I yeah. don't, don't tell me, don't prophesy to me. I don't like it. So, so was this when you were 15? Like this was like 13. Okay, yeah. So the man was like, oh, you have a really bright future. I said, thank God, that's the only thing you got to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time. Don't bring up the past, bro. <laughs> I don't have time for it. But bear in mind, I had pushed the molestation under the rug. I didn't want to visit it. I don't. Yeah. My mom was in prison that time. I just, I was like, listen, my life is a mess. You yeah. know, my mom went to prison for, um, she, what did she do? She was like a, um, like a mediator. Like, I think somebody tried to um, bring like Coke to like, the, the country yeah the country and she was just like okay bring it to your friend you know that kind of like yeah, that yeah, media yeah, yeah, on the phone man, but they've tracked the call oh they no. caught her quick and this this is the time i am just a foster child mm. i'm in everyone's house mm. so being in everyone's house as well um allowed me to meet this man as i said i met this man and he's like oh do you know that god really loves you and i already believe that god was God mm. through the church yeah. when I was eight years old. So when he said, God loves you, it convicted me. Mm. I feel like he was only speaking to me and wow. not the world. And I'm just there like, oh, okay. Like I knew he was real, but I didn't know he loved me. Come on now. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, I'm going to believe this. But I was still scared of him because I'm like, why do you have a spirit to see things? Mm. I don't understand mm, that, mm. right? So I moved on into life and I was like, okay, this is nice. I love the fact that you can see things, but I was curious. Yeah. So I start liking boys. You know, I start liking guys in my neighborhood. When they like, I get excited, the attention. The attention. Yeah. But that attention only came from that man mm. because he gave me attention all of a sudden. My eyes, my eyes opened like, mm. oh, men like me. That mm. means I can like them too. Mm. So after a while, I start liking boys. And when I realized that a guy doesn't like me too much, I'll play them. Because mm. it was it was more of a, oh, you don't like me? Mm. When you say play them, how do you mean? As in, I would talk to another guy. Okay, yeah. So not like being in a relationship and then play them, but like, oh, you don't like me? Okay, next. Okay, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I became cold. Yeah, the heart was hardened. Yeah, I was cold. And bear in mind, I don't, my daddy is not there. So I have one daddy issues. Mm. And then my mom is in prison. Mm. You don't want to come and like me. No problem. Uh, it's okay, I'll but next, <laughs> you understand? Yeah. I think it was a coping, a coping mechanism of, you're not about to make me feel rejected. Yeah. I'm moving, 100%. you know. So through that, liking boys, um, then I moved to the UK. And I realized, oh, guys really like me. So now you're 15. Now I'm 15. You've landed in the UK. I am, I am a top girl in school. Do you get what I mean? My Everybody God. liking me. Oh my God, she's a top. She's the prettiest girl come like, hey. And I'm saying, they didn't rate yeah, me they like that. They you that love. <laughs> you know? Now it's different. <laughs> I'm in school, people like me. I'm like, okay, I got a little boyfriend on the side when come I was 15. On. I think six months later, I had a boyfriend. That yeah. was like, actually my first boyfriend. Serious. And I couldn't take him serious because I'm like, I don't know how to love you mm. when my daddy didn't love me. Mm. And as much as 
I heard God say he loves me, my physical dad wasn't present to love me. So who are you? I'm just doing it because it's popular. Yeah, you've not had an experience of no, love. No, and I didn't know what loyalty was. Mm. I didn't know what... Um, the truth was, I was a compulsive liar, mm. you know, because, you know, in an African home, you do good, you do bad, you get beaten. Mm. So you might as well lie your way out of it. Mm. So I became a compulsive liar. Like everything, I'll just lie, mm. you know. And so I'm in this relationship and I'm like, okay, I'm getting a bit bored. And I was very secretive. Because of that situation, I used to out everything secret. Yeah. So if I like him, if I don't like him, secretive. And if another guy likes me, I'll like him back. And I won't tell him yeah. I have a boyfriend. You know, there's tricks and there's, games. There's like, so, oh, yes. I was about that life. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I did all of that. And I would like deal with people that are like, let's say from, from the road. You know, they yeah. would talk to me. I'm like, yeah, I need protection. I'm the only child. Mm. So I need a guy to make me feel like you're my big bro, but you're my boyfriend at the so same time. So it's like time. you're constantly trying to fill the gap Everything. Yes, 100%. I'm like, you need to be my bro. So I, I remember um, I lived in an area where there was a lot of drug dealers. Yeah. And because I lived in the area, they always wanted to protect me. And I love that feeling, feeling powerful mm. and feeling like I'm in control. Because one, my dad is not there. Two, another man has betrayed my trust. Yeah. So right now, guys, I'm just using you to make me feel good. Mm. Do you to feel secure. Saying? Yeah. Fast forward. He, there was a guy, he was a top-notch drug dealer. He was protecting me. But then I was very smart mm. as a girl. Very, I knew, I think I was 15. I said... Tell him straight, you're a virgin. He can't touch you. Mm. You know, I was very like, I knew. Because I had a cousin that said, one thing about men is you don't give yourself to them. Mm. Like, you can play. You talk to them. Do everything. But don't give your vagina. Mm. The minute you give your vagina, they're gone. So at this point, you were still a virgin? I was still a virgin. Okay. So when I, when he's like, oh, I can buy you a car. I said, mm. They already advised me about men like you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm 15. I can't even drive about buying me a car. Like, I'll I'm buy you a car. <laughs> I'll buy you a house. And I'm like, mm, okay. So these times, he's like, yeah, um, um, I want sex and stuff. I said, oh. I'm a virgin. I mm. can't do those things. He's like, I'll wait for you for one year. I said, never. In my head, I said, never. Mm. I'm not an idiot. Because bear in mind, I'm traumatized by men anyway. Yes. So I'm not about to give myself to a man that I 100% actually don't even respect. You're on road. It was just about attention and filling <laughs> the void. It was Not attention. actually being intimate in a certain sense. So dealing with all these men, not realizing consequences are coming. You know? Oh my gosh. Consequences are coming. Now, um, obviously, there's another guy liking me. I'm liking them. I'm liking whoever I like. They like me. I don't really like, like them. Mm. I just like the attention. Yeah. Then I dated one guy. This is when I was 21. So mm. I've been playing games from, from the age of 15, 16. All the way to 21. That's me. No sex. Oh, oh yeah, I broke my virginity. But that okay. was in a relationship that I didn't respect as well. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just, I think for me, it was, I Disclaimer. broke it because <laughs> everyone was doing it. Mm. And I'm like, let's just see what it is. If yeah. it's better than sugar, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I did it the first time. This, I was oh, like, wow. this is not, like, I wasn't impressed. I'm I've, so I've, sorry. I've actually heard this testimony from a few women now. And to me, it's it's quite a phenomenon because like, when I hear that their first experience, it, what was it that it was painful? That's why no, it it's not nice even or... about painful. It was just not as good as the way TV makes it seem. And oh, wow. I was living, I think, through the lens of a movie, the way they be acting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, it's not that great. Yeah. So I was one. Of, I was one friend that I if I had, that yeah, of course, you're a man. <laughs> but I was one of those friends that if I saw my friend was a virgin, yeah. I'd be like. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think 
obviously my um, experience was stolen anyway. Yeah. So maybe that traumatized me as well. But I was just like, this is dizzy. Yeah. Like I did it the next week. I broke up with a guy. That's how I wasn't connected. Oh, wow. It wasn't about love for me. It was mm. like, let me try. Okay, I like you. You like me. We're in a relationship. Let's do this. Okay, broke up with him the next week because he wasn't giving me attention. Mm. See the attention thing. Like you don't give me attention, you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so fast forward. Now I'm actually liking a guy at 21 years old. Mm. I'm like, okay, I like this guy. Helen, forget your player days. Stop talking to guys. Get serious. Cut. Yes, <laughs> cuts everyone off. He's born in January. He's from Amsterdam. I'm from Amsterdam. We're all in the UK. Wow. And we actually vibed, right? Okay. Here is another man coming with, okay, we're vibing. And he's a bit insecure and he hits me. Mm. I'm like, ooh. I was like, the consequences of life will catch you. That's the first thing I thought. Mm. I thought, is this my punishment for not respecting men Eesh. or for not respecting people? And now it has come. So I was like, hey, take it. Like, in my head, I really thought I deserve oh, no. to be hit. Oh, no. Until one day God was like, uh-uh. You don't have to be with this guy. You don't have to be in this. Mm. You can move. I'll give you any money you want. Can you imagine uh, having a dream saying, God saying, you can have any money you want. Move. Wow. So I woke up and I'm really cheeky. I'm like, um, I had a dream. I told my boyfriend that time. I had a dream. God said I can have any man I want. You, you could see his face just like. Mm. Like, what did you just say? Yeah, I was like, yeah, God said I can have any man I want. And I told you, I, I was really smart. And then I was like, um. You're going to Amsterdam, right? So all the time when you're saying I'm going, he's going to Amsterdam, he's going to, um, to his mom for Christmas, mm. I start noting down where I was going to break up with him. Wow, the perfect just, timing. Oh, yeah. I start noting down. I say, you are going this day, you're going this day. Mm. But in that same relationship, what had happened was I got pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. I got pregnant. Um, so you're like, what, uni times now? Uni time, this is 21. <clears throat> okay. I got pregnant. And as I got pregnant, I was just like, I do like this guy, if you mm. get what I'm saying. I really do like him, but he's hitting me. Mm. You get what I mean? And I, that's a mixed emotion of, do you want to stay with this for life? Because mm. it can go worse. Or do you just want to leave, mm. right? And he's like, I don't want to be with a woman that's crazy. Because I have a mouth, so I'm also <laughs> cutting you down when you hit me, you know? Yeah. And I was, I was naturally rude anyway. And... One time, um, he was like, oh, I don't want a child with you. And he cut me. I was like... So he knew you were pregnant at this time? Oh, he, I told him straight away. Like, I was like, listen, I'm pregnant. Yeah. I like you. And, and I think that point there was the bit, like, when we were speaking yesterday, that got me. Because for me, ju you know, just to intersect, obviously, you, you're sharing your testimony. But everyone knows that, oh, Nehi in the world, if you were to describe him, girls, drinks, clubs. But they, did, they didn't know about this concept of abortion. Oh, and you see, from the man's point of view, it's a little bit different because you don't have much of a say. Mm -hmm. um, and that can play on your mind in one of two ways. Um, one, it can make you feel a bit guilt-free yeah. in the sense that, well, it wasn't my decision. Yeah. But then in another instance, it can make you feel that, well, I wish I actually had some involvement. I wish I had a chance to actually make a decision about this, considering that I was also involved. Yeah. So I remember it was... Um, I think second year of uni. So I was have been about 19 at the time. Yes. Um, and you know, there's, there's relationships, then there's situationships. Yeah. This was a situationship. But you know the situationships where it's like there's feelings involved? Yeah. There's one of them ones. Those yeah. messy ones. <laughs> yeah, messy just, but fun. Yeah, messy yeah, but fun. Messy yeah. but you, you, fun. You, you, you've described it, literally. <laughs> oh, I've been through them. <laughs> like, like, I remember 
I remember the day that we had sex. I remember I, I said to her that, listen, things haven't gone to plan. So if you can find where to get them one after pill, that would be good. That'd be amazing. <laughs> good advice. <laughs> A couple, couple days later, she's telling me that, oh, this place was closed, that place was closed, but don't worry, I'm not going to get pregnant. Beats. I said, I said, look, no problem. Because with her, I knew that, listen, I can't come to my parents saying that I've had a child. And I knew with this girl, she'll get rid of it. So I had a bit of peace in that sense. Yeah. So I remember there was one day I was with Nella and Amanda and we were about to record a video. And as we were all there, you know when someone messages you on Snapchat, um, so-and-so is typing and then when the message comes you can do the half slide on yeah it oh yeah just to get honor just to, just to get just a in case. yeah so it's like as soon as i saw so-and-so is typing i knew what she was going to tell me and when i did the half slide she just said it just said we need to talk oh, so i just told the guys listen you man bake off <laughs> we're not recording this video yet let me just step outside and make a quick call oh, yeah so i stepped outside and i called her and i said listen i've just seen your message what is it you want to say? And she says, well, obviously, we had sex for the past couple of weeks. I've been throwing up. I've been having sickness. Oh, she was even getting that. Listen, she said, I've taken a test. I'm pregnant. Now, you see, when she said that, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen in cartoons where things just start revolving around. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's banged their head and everything is just sweating. Yes. I was thinking somebody's got to be crazy. So I said to her, I remember my response, I said to her, okay, what do you want to do? She says, oh, no, don't worry. I'm, I'm getting rid of it. Like, listen, don't be silly. Like, I've already got the appointment booked. Wow. I was like, oh, really? I'm gay. I was like, okay. <laughs> then she was, I was like, do you want me to come with you? Because at this point, she was in London. I, I was in Leicester. I was like, do you want me to come with you? I'll come down. She's like, no, 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 my friend is coming. It's fine, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, Okay, she's like, yeah, no, don't worry. I'll just let you know when it's done. Like, when I've got rid of it, I'll, I'll let you know. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. When I went back into the room, I said, hey, you, man, I can't lie, my head is spinning. I cannot record this video today. Like, let's do it another time. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, or a couple of days later, she told me that, yeah, I've done it. And that was literally it. Like, we didn't speak again yeah. really from there. And, you know, this is something that most people don't know. Like, yeah. 99% of people don't know. And like I said, for the guys, it can have two effects on your mind. At one point, you can feel guilt-free because it's like, listen. I didn't have nothing to do with I, this. You I, I, did this yourself. I, I sowed the seed, but yeah. I never followed up with any actions. 100%. And then at the same time, you have that feeling of, I wish I could have been more responsible. I wish I, I wish I could have been maybe involved or even had a say yeah. in a decision over my child's life. But how old were you? 19. You were too young to ask those questions. The wisdom you have now, you didn't have it then. Yeah. You were just like... I didn't want this, yeah, <laughs> you know? Get out of it. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel about my ex at the time. As mm. much as I wanted it, I did understand him because he said, Helen, I'm not even done with my degree. The minute he said that, I was like, I understand. Mm. You understand? But it's my body. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you can't decide on my body what to do. Yeah. So I sat there, but the way he cussed me, <laughs> it, I, can, I can deal with a bit of rudeness, but when you cuss me, mm. I'm just like, Mm. Like, I don't want to be with a man like that. Like, imagine somebody cuss you in front of your child. And that's what I was thinking, that mm. I can never be disrespected in front of my child. Mm. And as young, at 21, you're too young to even think that way. But I was like, that's the ultimate disrespect. Because I've never seen my mom get disrespected um, in front of me. Like, do you understand? Mm. I don't want to see that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I was like, if I do it, I, I swear. 
I swear on my grandma's grave, I'll never take it back. Mm. He's like, yeah, 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 just do it, man. I was like, okay. Mm. I went, and you know, you always have a hard girl. I knew who to call. You know who to call when you mm. want to go to an abortion clinic. Because you know, your soft girls will be like, Helen, don't do it. You know, it's a sin. Or I had a hard friend, mm. and I knew her heart was like, Helen, we didn't get rid of it now. Mm. And I'm like, cool, will you go with me? He said, of course. She went with me. My God. Oh yeah, we went, and she made me so strong. You know, you you know your friends. You know which one is soft, which one is mm. strong. We sat there, and she's like, "Don't have it." I went in, and when I say the experience, it was terrible. It was, it was almost like I was I was on a hospital bed, mm. and I could see everything physically. Mm. And there was like six doctors around me, mm. and you know what I, I th- what I didn't like is. It was such a serious matter, but because they've been doing this all this, they were not serious. Mm. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Quick it's just. Procedure. I figured this is a whole abortion. Why are you guys happy? You know mm. what I'm saying? Can one person be like, "Are oh, you okay?" Mm-mm. Open your legs. Let's do this. They took it out bleeding, start clotting, and I was just like, I was really hardened. I just didn't know how to love. But then, one thing I didn't realize then that I realize now that when I did that. Mm. it took something away from me because mm. I stopped being with my child's father now and I had no sensation for love. Mm. You touch me. Mm. It's like something had been robbed. Yeah. Something had been robbed for me. Like you doing the abortion is almost like you're just a human being. Mm. You're just going through life. Anyhow, you realize you, you feel delay, stagnation. Mm. You, your, 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 your heart is not in tuned mm. with anything. You don't care about people. And even when, the only person I did care about is my child father because he was a kind person. Bear mm. in mind, I'm coming from an abusive man. Mm. I'm coming from an area where there's, there's people you know, on road. And he was kind. And I was so, like, so just to interject, so you're talking about your actual child now. My child like, now, his father. Yeah. He was so nice. So when did you meet him? I uh, met him in, in, actually, we met through Instagram. Yeah. And then we met in London. Um, and he took me to, he's from Essex. So when we met, he was so nice. It mm. was so weird. It just takes one person, you know, to change your whole life around. Mm. So he was speaking to me in kindness. I was like, why are you so nice? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I'm from Amsterdam. They don't care about me. You know what mm. I mean? Like, they speak very raw. Mm. They have no regards of your feeling. Like, you touch too much. Why are you being so clingy? Like, mm. we're very hard and strong. Mm. But he was very kind. He wasn't touchy or clingy, but he was like, oh, a nice person. Like, mm. how are you doing? You can tell me the truth. I was like, true. So how old were you when you met him? I was 23, 23, cool. 24. So you, you have your abortion at 21. You no, I had my abortion at... 22. 22. Yeah. You meet your child's father around 23, 23 24. 24. Uh-huh. Obviously, you had your child when you were 26. 26. Because your son is five now. Yeah. Beautiful boy. So when did you meet God properly? When did the change come in the midst of all of this? It's him. My child's father. Wow. It takes one person to be kind to someone, to realize the world is brighter. Mm. So he allowed me to see kindness in mm. in the world like he was so na- like you, you don't understand he was so kind he would bring me a cup of tea, like, a cup of tea like uh, you know mm. he would be he would allow me to be bear in mind i said i was a compulsive liar mm. he would sit me down and be like just tell me your tell me your truth mm. what have you done in this life <laughs> you know mm. and i'm like i can't tell you because i'm thinking my past is so dirty mm. i can't tell a human being that like, you're gonna leave me mm. and you're a good guy he like, if you don't tell me now, I will leave you. Mm. And then I had to start talking. I said, okay, 
so this happened i had an abortion and this and he was like just give me time it's fine mm. like just give me time to process this because you lied to me in the beginning mm. and that's the problem but this story is your story basically mm. right and um i just kind of felt weird i felt freedom but i felt weird and he took me to the to church the next morning okay when he was praising god he was crying and i was like i'm not praising god for nothing because i feel like a sinner like mm. there's no way i'm not a hypocrite i feel like i'm not doing this church is great but no i'm not doing this mm. right okay so after a while i was like okay i'm getting used to going to church because he was taking me to church mm. i was slowly healing he was making me happy he was taking me out of what my norm mm. like the harsh, the rude, the attitude. He allowed me to just drop everything and be myself. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I start finding God. I was like, God, thank you for my life. Thank you for this. Like, it was slowly coming. Wow. Like, my words were opening because of his kindness. And it's not that I loved him straight away. Don't get me wrong, because my heart was still hardened. Because mm. I didn't know how to love men. Mm. But it was more like, you're kind. Mm. I've never experienced this. So, so let's now talk about you and God then. Yeah. Because. So well, this, this is where it's getting juicy. I'll skin there. Mm. He broke my heart. He cheated on me. Wow. With another woman and got a baby. And then it was like, God, where are you? I'm finished. Like, forget the support system. <laughs> forget the help that was. was forget the offered. kindness. I need the source. Now I need the source. I'm with you. Because I thought I made it. I thought I have a really good guy that I can be myself with. Oof. And then he breaks me. Mm. Because I made him my God. Oof. Because he was kind to me, right? My God. He became my God. I idolized him. Mm. And I think God, you know what? Before we started a relationship, God showed me that he would get pregnant with another woman. And I have the gift of dreams. He mm. would get pregnant with I ignored it. And I told him, I said, he did how? How? Like, you know, like, mm. what are you talking about? And one year later, bang on, he had that child. My God. I felt like my spirit left my body. I said, a child. You cheated on me one. And this wasn't even like hardcore cheating because we were trying to work it out. You know, just break up, make up, like, but then you have a child. Mm. My spirit left and I went griefing. Mm. I was just like, God, don't let them mock me. Mm. Literally, God, don't let them mock me. This pain never experienced, but that was a heartbreak from hell. Wait, were you pregnant with his child at that point? No, I wasn't yet. Mm. It's going juicy, don't worry. So I start praying. All of a sudden, my friend, she had a spiritual leader. Mm. She brought me the spiritual leader. And then I start speaking to her, right? And she was like, you're not going to believe me because you don't believe pastors and preachers. Mm. I was like, because like, I, didn't, I didn't really believe them mm. because they were taking my mom's money and stuff. I'm like, mm. you guys, I don't know which one is real and which one is fake at this point. Mm. And then I start believing her because of that one thing she said. Mm. And she's like, you need to pray. You need to pray. You need to get baptized. Mm. And she never gave me a reason. And I'm like, why is she telling me to get baptized? I know God already. Like, that was mm. the problem. Little did I know that the abortion had disconnected me from God mm. in a way where bad luck follows me. Mm. And I didn't know it then, but it was almost like, in the spirit, I am dark. Mm. This is the concept of you reaping what you've sown, according to Galatians 6. Yes. That as you've sown the seed of murder, there's murder. Now something is following you. Something you is following me. Yes. Yeah. So I'm basically an empty vessel. Like mm. there's nothing to me. There's no quality. There's nothing. You're just walking in this world mm. as a body. Mm. You understand? Your spirit is there, but you're just. 
there. Mm. So he's like, go and get baptized. So once I got baptized, I just felt a freedom. Mm. But then I still didn't believe in God as I believed in God, but I didn't I didn't follow his law. So it's like you were saved, but lukewarm. You were even baptized, but now you're lukewarm. Christian. I'm lukewarm because I don't have instructions. Yeah. Nobody's leading me. Nobody's telling me, okay, do this. De My auntie was still the lead uh, spiritual leader. She was still telling me, okay, do this, but she wasn't involved in both. You were a sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, but what do I do now? Like, you know, guys are still liking me the same way. Mm. You know, I'm still going to the same parties, yeah. but I'm saved. I don't know what to do. I mm. feel lonely. I'm the only child. I kind of want a relationship to fulfill myself, you know. Yeah. And one minute I had an I had experience with my friend. He's he played Juanita Bynum, mm. Be Still and Know and Know That I'm God. So mm. she played it. And as she played it, my friend was like um praying with me mm. and she collapsed. Oof. Right? And then God starts speaking. And God was like, What are you doing? My child, I love you. My child, I love you. Stop following these boys. Mm. I love you. Stop it. Follow me. And I was just like, that's not my friend. You know, because it's like, that's not my friend. What just happened? Like, I love you. What you're doing. It's basically, I'm just chasing things. Just mm. chasing. Let me give you what you need. It's like you were grieving the Holy Spirit. It like, I'm so tired of you. <laughs> like, mm. you're mine. You know what I mean? But where you go? What are you doing? And I, me and my pride, I was like, mm. like, I was just like, I feel empty already anyway, so was this? Yeah. I was still stubborn. I was just, mm, yeah, okay. Still went to that boy that called me. I just wanted to chill with him, you know? Mm. And I was very, like, flirtatious at that time. And then God visited me again. He visited me um, when I had a child. So mm. this is, me and my ex broke up, he had a child, and then we met again mm. and we had makeup love just makeup love just makeup just quick quick mm. he gave me morning after pill. i take it because if you get pregnant this is disgrace you know wait you got pregnant whilst taking morning after pill oh yeah that's serious Continue. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he gave me a morning after pill he gave me the water he put it in my hand he, you know up, you don't know this in ghana there's a morning after pill that you take two so one you take let's say eight o'clock in the morning mm. and then the next one you take it after 12 hours basically mm. so i took it took the water he gave everything in my hand mm. i took it and i kept saying i got tummy ache he's like oh just sleep and he was sleeping at 3 a.m he's like oh like it's fine just sleep i'm like no this tummy ache is different <laughs> and you know when you're in africa you think it's the food mm. you think it's the kebab or the noodles mm. or something and then i had diarrhea so you were in ghana at this point in ghana not knowing when you vomit or have diarrhea, what happens? The pill gets washed away. Okay. Three months later, <laughs> your girl is pregnant. Love. And I'm like, no, not me. Because society has spoken down on baby moms, baby moms, baby moms. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want that name, that stigma. I don't want it. I cannot do it. Mm. I've done it before. We'll do it again. You know mm. what I mean? I was like, you've done it. You know, but then something was like, hey, you got baptized. Mm. <laughs> you can't. You're born again now. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. And my auntie was like, if you try, if she screamed, if you try and try and touch that child, you don't even know what's going to happen to you. Your life, finish. Try. And I was like, no, but... She's like, no, you put yourself in that. We told you not to have sex after you're baptized. You still did? Keep that baby. And I'm like, mm. Then my uncle came. If you try. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what is in your belly 
it's for nations. It's not just for you. So child don't, of promise. Don't even dare. And it's like, in my head, I was like, you already had an abortion before, right? You want to do this twice? You might never have children again. You're even lucky to even get pregnant at this point. My God. God gave you mercy. Keep that child. And I'm just there, depressed. I'm like, I'm keeping a child that I know that, you know, I don't really want because I don't want it under these conditions. Yes. I wanted it under marriage because Christianity will come for me. Mm. You know, the religion will come for me. Mm. I need to look holy. Mm. You know, we're all keeping secrets here. Mm. And then depression hit. Mental health hit. Everything hit. Just like that. Mental health. Suicidal thoughts. Everything. Because it's, I'm fighting against my desire. I don't want this child because I need to look perfect mm. in front of people. Do you mm. understand? And there's my spiritual leader saying, try. Hmm. You will see what God will do to you. Like, don't play God. Do not play God again. And here I am, trying to kill myself or keep this child. It's you crazy. Understand? The Bible says in Jeremiah that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you. And I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. Do you understand? And I'm there. I'm, 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 I don't know what's going on. I'm having this baby now. Yeah. Luckily, I, I had a supportive, you know, my, my child's father, he's, he's really good. He's supportive. He was at, there at the birth and stuff like that. He provides. But still, my, my, my spirit was dead. Because mm. I'm like, this is not my way. And mm. I want to be in control. Mm. And now, God, you're taking control. I don't like this, mm. right? And my, my child's father is well off. And one day he was like, let go of everything. And I said, and I was honest for once. I said, I don't know how. Mm. He provides so well. He said, give everything. Like he said, give it up. What, is it like your job? No. The money that he sends me, the comfort. Like give it up as in, don't let it control you to mm. think that you need to marry him. Do you get what I'm oh. saying? So the opportunity. So basically I'm being an opportunist. Like it's, mm. it's nice, you yeah, know? yeah. He's like, give it up. I said, God, I don't know how. I'm comfortable and I feel I'm nothing without him mm. in a way. Because now I've, I've idolized him to think that he made me. He's my provider. He's my Jehovah Jireh. Mm. So I said, God, um, I don't know how. He said, give it to me. So I said, God, I surrender. Mm. I surrender the money that he gives to me. I surrender the comfort. Like I was actually being honest and I start crying. Mm. And then I realized that I'm insecure. I really don't think I bring any value to the table. Mm. And then he started building me. Then I started, okay, God, I want to be a wife that has a business. I want to be, so I start speaking into myself, right? I was mm. like, God, I start sharing with God. Mm. And then when I, once I um, start sharing with him, I start being in a relationship with him. Mm. And that's how the relationship came by. And then I start receiving the Holy Spirit. Mm. And when the Holy Spirit came, I start getting scared. Like, okay, I'm seeing things. What's this? You know mm. what I mean? And then the Holy Spirit will guide me. Do this. Do that. So that's how my relationship was from. He'd be like, give to the poor. Give to the homeless. Mm. That last five pounds that you have, don't spend it on sweets. Give it to the homeless man. Mm. You know, or don't eat the chips. Give it to the homeless. So he would teach me how to become rather than to be my past yeah. because my past was insecure and I didn't know who I was. I thought I was the sheep of my, my boyfriend, mm. if you get what I mean. And now he's trying to take me out, that break that cycle of you're not enough, you're insecure, you don't mean nothing, you need a man to, to, to validate yourself. This reminds me of a song um, by someone called Tommy Walker. I can't remember the name of the song, but the lyrics, it goes something like, when all is said and done and everyone is gone, Lord, you're, you, Lord, you're really all I want. Oh. When the best the world has 
leaves me feeling numb. numb. Lord, you're really all I want. All that I long for, all that I hope for, is just that sense of you coming near. And I feel like that's kind of the situation. Like, literally everything had to be stripped away. All your support systems, everything. The attention. Everything. And I feel like my baby was a blessing. Because at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. This is not the holy matrimony. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, he's breaking everything that I was used to. Attention, boys, my baby father. Um, everything died. Wow. To the point that it's like, now it's me and you. Let's do this. So what would you say to somebody listening now who feels that they've done too much wrong to come uh, to God? Please. I'm a, so to society, <laughs> to Christianity, I'm cancelled. Mm. I had an abortion. I used to date and flirt with guys. Um, what else? That's to religious Christians, not yeah, Christianity. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but both, you know. Mm. Um, I'm like I was rude, disrespectful. I've been in an abusive relationship. I've been a bad friend as well, you know. Like I've not been the best of friends because I didn't have the foundation to be a great friend. Mm. You know, sometimes my insecurity will allow me to be envious and jealous and mm. do things in a way that is not supposed to be done. Gossip. I've done it all. Whatever. Like I've done it all. Yet God accepted me. Mm. So how much more you? Nothing is too much for God. Mm. You know, God says where grace, uh, where sin abounds, grace abounds. Mm. Like. God will accept you as you are. And that's why God says, come as you are. He Mm. actually wants you real. Mm. He doesn't want you perfect. And Mm. I think that's where people are struggling. Like, oh, God is so holy, so I have to be holy. You're not God. So what's your experience of Jesus been now that you've kind of come out of that relationship? So I didn't know Jesus in the beginning. I knew God. Mm. God, the one that created heaven and earth, right? Mm. And then someone preached to me that if you don't believe in Jesus, forget it, you're not going to heaven mm. because he came to die for your sins. He mm. didn't do you just a favor. Mm. He, he literally carried mm. your mistakes. Mm. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? And once I understood that, I started reading Matthew, Mark, Luke. When I, wrote those, when I read those three uh, books, it changed me. Mm. I started falling in love with him. Mm. But I had to seek him. Mm. And I'm still seeking him mm. because understanding Jesus is not easy. Mm. But I believe that he died on the cross. Mm. And I believe that he is my savior and he is basically creating my path. Mm. He's love. He's Beautiful. everything. Guys, you've heard it live and direct from Helen today. <laughs> Many of you are sitting there feeling sad, discouraged, depressed, feeling that God's love is too far from you. But oh, no. I pray that you receive encouragement today. And if there's anybody listening today and you know deep down in your heart you're far from God, you want to give yourself to him, I want to give you an opportunity to come back home. The Bible says, except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And if you're not born again, I want you to repeat this prayer after me to accept Christ into your heart. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Amen. Just as I am. Just as I am. A sinner. But Lord, I thank you that you died to save me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Make me more like you. From today, I am born again. Amen. I am a child of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. 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 And if you gave your life to Christ today, I want you to email me at faith.base.questions at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for your time. I've been your host, Nehi. And I'm Helen. Until next time, God bless you.